bandwidth for the Geometry House is provided by our educational partners, Podbean, where making your own podcast is fast, it's easy, and it's free. This week's episode features Cha-Cha and Foxtrot talking about the last set of information you're going to need for the Chapter 1 benchmark. Let's give a listen. Aloha, Geometry Podcast listeners. This week, you're here with Foxtrot and Cha-Cha. First, we'd like to remind all our fellow Vikings that we have our first benchmark assessment next week. So buckle down and study up. Yeah, we're that cool. Right. We'd like to help you guys out a bit by reviewing adjacent angles, linear pairs, and other types of angles like complementary angles, supplementary angles, and vertical angles. We're also going to review some formulas in geometry like the perimeter, the area, in certain shapes like squares, rectangles, triangles, and even circles. So, let's start off with adjacent angles. Adjacent angles are two angles with a common side and endpoint or vertex. You can recognize adjacent angles because they are right next to each other. Take angles ABC and CBD for example. B is the vertex for both angles and both share the common line BC, making them adjacent. Let's talk about linear pairs. Linear pairs are two adjacent angles that add up to 180 degrees. Their uncommon sides also form opposite rays. Pretend you have a line called ADC. It's bisected by line DB. Therefore, the opposite rays would be DA and DC. Just remember, when naming opposite points, you must start with the same point. Now that we've wrapped up linear pairs, I'd like to move on to complementary and supplementary angles. Those are my favorite! I believe it, Cha-Cha. Right then. Complementary angles are two angles that add up to 90 degrees. No, they do not have to be adjacent and supplementary angles add up to 180 degrees. So if two angles form a straight angle, it means they are supplementary. Just a tip, to remember which is which, no, I'm not talking about the witches you see on Halloween. I'm talking about our two angles. Look at the two words, complement and supplement. If you draw a line in between the C and the O, close enough to the C, just to touch the corners, you'll see that it makes a 9, signifying 90 degrees. The same can be done to the S in supplement. If you draw a diagonal line through the S to make an 8, it can represent the 8 in 180 degrees. Now to touch base on vertical angles. Vertical angles are two non-adjacent angles formed by two intersecting lines. Draw an X. Those will be your two lines. Is everyone drawing their X? Okay, now look at each angle in the X formed. Starting with any angle, go clockwise, labeling each angle numbers 1 through 4. Angle 1 
and angle 2 are adjacent, not vertical. A vertical angle would be like angle 1 and 3 or angle 2 and angle 4. Now that we've gone through the easy stuff, let's touch on some shape formulas commonly used in geometry. We all know there are millions of shapes all over the world, and quite a handful of them are used in geometry. We're only going to talk about what are the four most commonly used shapes, starting with the square. Now, everyone knows what a square is, but how would you find the perimeter? or the area. A square has four equal sides. Big duh there. It's actually probably the easiest to find a square's perimeter because it is simply the length of one of the sides multiplied by four. The area is actually probably just as simple. All it is is one side of the square multiplied by itself. A rectangle is a bit more difficult, though. Wouldn't you agree, Foxtrot? I would definitely agree, Cha-Cha. Why don't you give us a refresher? Right. Well, there are two pairs of congruent sides on a rectangle. To find the perimeter is fairly simple. You want to add together each side, and the sum is your answer. The area is the length times the width. Well, that is a bit more difficult than a square. Sure is, but a triangle is even more difficult. To find the perimeter of a triangle, again add all three sides together. But finding the area is where it gets tricky. First, look at the triangle. If you draw a line straight down from the middle point to the base, you can find the height. Now take half of the base and multiply it by the height. There's your area. Next is the circle. This is the trickiest. Draw a straight line through the circle, cutting it in half. Make sure the line goes through the middle point. This line is called a diameter. The perimeter on a circle is only another name for circumference. In order to find that, you have to multiply the diameter times pi. To find the area, you have to split the diameter in half. Half the diameter is the radius. Then, square the radius and multiply it by pi. The result is the area. Whoa, that is tricky. It's a lot of memorization, but once you have these formulas down, it will make life a lot easier. Let's review. On a square, the perimeter is four times the length of one side. The area is the length of one side squared. On a rectangle, you add together the two lengths, plus the two widths to find the perimeter. Area is the perimeter of all three sides added together. The area is half of, one of the base times the height. A circle's perimeter is pi times the diameter. The diameter is the line that cuts the circle in half. The area is pi times the radius squared. The radius is half of the diameter. 
Whoa, that was a mouthful. Well, that about covers everything. Good luck on the test next week, you guys. I know I'll need it. This is Foxtrot. And this is Cha-Cha. Signing, Signing out. Well, thanks, girls. And we'll see everyone in our next episode. Remember, if you have a comment, question, or just like to share an idea, you can email the Geometry House at geotreehouse at yahoo.com. That's G-E-O-T-R-E-E-H-O-U-S-E at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks again to Podbean for the bandwidth and server space.